another episode of Afrolit. I am your host, Equa, also known as DJ EPM. And we are joined today with a special, special guest. All my guests are special. But this time, I feel like it's very close to home because she's a new school, not yet alum, (laughs) but, you know, a part of the Parsons gang. And we're here to just talk all things balance. I know in our previous episode, we were getting into how to do it all, but we didn't necessarily break it down on how we can manage it all. So I am joined with Dots, also known as Dotun of Abike Studio, and I'm so excited. Welcome to Afrolit. Oh, thank you for having me. I know. I'm excited. Right? We're going to get into it today. Okay. And more importantly, we are recording with Listening Party inside Canal Street Radio. So shout out to them. Make sure to follow them on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. So, dots. she's looking at me like like, what (laughs) what are we about to do so listen you do so much and you're still in college like we try we try we try (laughs) i think one thing that i've noticed just in my own personal journey and even in the trajectory of others Mm -hmm. a lot of and i'm speaking specifically to like you know international students specifically african minority students when we're in college, we're still grinding. Whether right. it's working at a as a barista, whether it's you know working not necessarily a nine to five, but like internship that kind of is like a lot of work for mm-hmm. free free labor, or you know just and those who are lucky, who I feel like are the one percent, they are d- actually doing a job that they love while they're in school, and that's you. I feel like you're a unicorn <laughs> in that sense. So how, so riddle me this, how do you do it? How did you decide? Um, thanks for saying I do it, first of all. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just something that I've started getting yeah. into and trying to yeah. hone in on, trying uh-huh. to make sure that everything I do is tailored towards the path that I'm going down. Because mm-hmm. even like, what, last year end of the year before I went to Nigeria I quit my job which was like technically like the whole nine to five situation Mm -hmm. and it was just like if I wasn't at work I was at school and the other way around and it was just like a lot Mm. and especially with my brand as well I wasn't putting as much time into it as I wanted Mm -hmm. so yeah I had to let that go yeah and um yeah that was (laughs) I mean that that's like also you know, living in New York is expensive. Completely. Living in an apartment is expensive. You have to pay bills. So it's like that was something that I had to risk as well, quitting yeah. the job. I had to be like, okay, if we're really going to do this, that means when we quit this, we need to go like 110% exactly. and type of thing. And it's, um, it's something I'm still learning. So I wouldn't say like I'm doing it, doing it. But as of right now, you system. know everything we're currently doing whether it's for money or not is in my field of interest so that definitely makes me happy i love that and i think that you know because you've made that decision it must have such a like a a mental release on you too Mm -hmm. like now creativity can kind of flow better have you noticed that um yeah 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Your yeah wasn't, yeah. you know, what... I feel like I always have ideas, and especially when I was in a workspace work, yes. where I was, like, at a desk uh-huh. for most of the time. Yeah. My ideas are just spinning in my head, and I can't do anything because oh, I'm, like, no. at work, and yeah. it's, like... The weekends, you have to balance that between doing creative projects and homework and stuff. So I feel that now that I don't have that and mm-hmm. I'm able to bring my ideas into the workplace as well, like right. with my internship, and then obviously execute a lot more personal projects yeah. and focus more in the classroom. And like kind of, I'm I'm an advocate for, especially going to Parsons, yeah. you have the opportunity to make your projects about like make your projects personal and do projects like turn your homework into personal projects completely so i try to do that as much as i can Mm -hmm. so that i'm like expressing my creativity in the classroom in the workplace personally like yeah just try and make sure i'm always like expressing my ideas some way so yeah completely and so let's let's take it back so you're at parsons yeah but what is your major my major is communication design and we were talking about i love it because we were talking about how you can kind of easily yeah blend it so that your family (laughs) i'm doing so talk to me (laughs) about that so are they you know when you said that you want to go to a parsons Mm -hmm. and b study communication design Mm -hmm. was there any pushback from them or did they embrace it um so Okay, so back in London, yeah, um, in dur- during my A levels and high school and stuff, I actually did. So for A levels, you can kind of um, it's for your A levels. It's like the mm. last two years of high school. So mm-hmm. we graduate high school at sixteen, mm-hmm. and then the last two years that you would usually do here, we use for A levels. Oh, nice. So okay, yeah. I did three subjects. So my three subjects were politics, mm-hmm. English, lit and graphic design Mm. and graphic design actually came about as a result of a conversation i had with my dad so it was like yeah so he had he has no i don't think he knows that literally picking graphic design then is what like put me into this whole like i want to be a creative and stuff so after being i didn't know what graphic design was yeah and when i was choosing the subjects i was kind of asking for his opinion and he was like oh you should do that Mm. I'm sure he did not know because at that point he still <laughs> wanted me to, you know, Doctor. be a stockbroker right. or whatever it was. So, yeah, um, I did graphic design, got really into that. And then towards okay. the end of um, my years in that school, also kind of dabbled in photography a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of got introduced to the whole like idea of doing communication design at Parsons because then I was looking into okay, at university, what am I going to do? Yeah. And in my head, my thinking for (laughs) even coming to Parsons was like, okay, I guess they'll let me go to an art school if it's (laughs) the best there is, right? Right. So I literally looked up best, Best? (laughs) literally Googled best art or whatever design schools. And then I looked into um, a major that would be similar to graphic design. Mm -hmm. So I came across a few schools, but Parsons was... Actually, Parsons wasn't even my first choice, but Parsons was one of my choices and ended up being the school that I chose. Okay, awesome. So that was a bit, that was an interesting, 
yeah interesting uh, journey but yeah. um and i love I think, yes oh sorry no, i think um to answer your question about were they like accepting of it mm-hmm. i think it was like I, we were talking about earlier the way i presented it mm-hmm. i was kind of like I kind of presented it like is this is what I want to do, yeah. and because I feel I took charge in the whole looking for the school, right. finding my major, and then I like did a whole presentation. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. This is like my. This yeah. is gonna be my major. This is the school, and then you have to you know sell up the school, sell up the major. You know, it's the best it's in the, the world. Best. It's the best. <laughs> And then also the major, like, yeah, you know, I'll like, do a bit of coding. We do ooh, this, you know, it's so you know. So, yeah, okay, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely had to use my marketing, pitching I skills it. to do all of that. Yeah. But my parents are very supportive. I so, love that. Yeah, I love that. Helped, and I think what's great, too, is that obviously, like, you put in the work and the effort to, mm-hmm. like, make your dream come to life but you're not forgetting your heritage with that like i think that's one thing that has helped even you like stand out Mm -hmm. with the work that you're doing at parsons but even for yourself so talk to me just a little bit more about your heritage and like what that represents to you like tell the people where you're from you know we didn't right we didn't right we didn't we didn't rep rep. what's what's the code what's the area code So I am Nigerian of mm-hmm. the Yoruba tribe. Nice. So Dots comes from my name, which is Dotun. Okay. And um, also Abike, which is Abike Studio, Studio, which is my brand. Yeah. Recently changed the name to that. Is one of my, part of my first name, ah, which is, okay. um, I was named after my grandma. So Amazing. that's, yeah. So oh, I yeah. love that. Just all the names. But you were raised in London. Mm-hmm. And so when did when did that transition happen? London to New York? London from Nigeria to London. Okay. So I was born in New York actually. Yes, you did say that. So yeah. I was yeah. born in New York. That's a whole different story in itself. Uh-huh. So my mom, so yeah, my mom was in London at the time. Yeah. Came to New York, had me in New York. Then I think stayed in New York for a couple of months, maybe. Oh, wow. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sure. And then went to Nigeria. Yeah. I went to school in Nigeria for a little bit, like okay. a few years. And then went to London and started school in London in about year two. Okay. And then from year two to pretty much 18. Amazing. I was in London, so yeah. So do you consider yourself like a third culture kid in that way? Have you heard of the term? I have not heard of that. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's so interesting. Anyway, I'll leave you to do that like search and journey. But it's quite interesting because I find that a lot like it's something that usually is represented for like a lot of like Asian Mm -hmm. um, immigrants. But it's now becoming more of a trend for African Mm. immigrants. Like being basically it's the terminology of being from like your heritage is from one place yeah you live in another place but mm. you were born in another mm. so like you kind of have i'm three, gonna use that a melange of three i'm yeah. a third culture kid too oh, nice. and so yeah it's like a melange yeah. of all the cultures people always are like oh where are you from and it's like that's why i ask area code you yeah because <laughs> it's from? like 
them. <laughs> do you want the long version right, or the short version? Or the short version. <laughs> it's like, how well do I know you? Like, will I see you again? I'm sorry, right. the short version. But yes, yeah, so with your heritage, so talk to me of just about how you decided to come up with, an, like, I know the name comes from your first name, mm-hmm. but Abike Studio. So what does that represent for you? So Abike means born to treasure okay. in Yoruba. Yes. Abike is also the name that, me and my grandma share. Yeah. And me and my grandma are close. I'm the first born. Ah. Yes. Yeah. I'm everybody's. Yes. I know. The golden child. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my grandma is also like the most stylish Ooh. of the family. Like mm-hmm. my family is very like fashionistas. <laughs> everybody's all about their style and I stuff. Love that. And that's just like even Nigerian culture in general. Like I feel it. I feel like we're very, you know. You guys dress to impress. Dre- yes, shut you down. dress to impress. No, yeah. I'm really, I love it. So when yeah. I was coming up, well, renaming, the brand used to be called Spot by Dots. Mm-hmm. So when I was renaming the brand, I wanted it to be closer to home. Mm. So, and I love brands and names. I love, like, yeah, when same. things are just named after people, right? So I was like, okay. And then... It, it took me long while I was at this job that I quit yes. last year. That's why I was doing Shout that. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring out the name of my brand. So <laughs> Not working. Right. <laughs> they don't need to know that. They don't need to know. We're not going to tell your secrets. Your secrets are safe with Afrolit fam. Right. So then, um, yeah, then I was like, oh, I should just use this name. And a lot of my family call me Abike mm. already if they mm-hmm. don't call me Dotun. So... Yeah, I decided on Abike, and I feel like the whole idea of treasure, because mm-hmm. it, it does mean born to treasure. Um, I feel like with um, the like compliments and when mm-hmm. people buy my earrings yes. and my products, they always, I feel like, treasure it. And they always keep it close, and they yeah. always give me like, yo, you know, this is my special, you right. know, pair. You know, right. so I appreciate yes. how people like receive the product, and I feel like it's like treasure. I love so that. I like that link. So then I decided to call it Abike Studio Made mm. to Treasure. I love yeah. that. No, it so. all. I like that. It there's a link. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not everything has an intention. Yeah, and a purpose behind it, which I think is great. So out of the studio, mm-hmm. you do you also do your interdisciplinary work because I've seen that you've done like events Mm -hmm. and like you know you're doing the graphic design already in school and like for your various like creative friends but just Mm -hmm. talk to me about what other work that you produce within Abike. So um, Abike Studio currently is a let me pull up the definition right because I've I've written it out in a sexy Mm -hmm. way. (laughs) You see marketing the The marketing plan is stayed stayed. the whole breakdown is stayed. So So, Abike Studio is an experimental accessories design label. Mm. So what I mean by that is. Um, instead of just calling it an earring line, I want to focus on it being a design label, especially since it's expanded past just earrings. Exactly. Um, so the earrings were, well, are laser cut by me. Um, I learned to laser cut at school at Parsons. Gang, gang. And then (laughs) that's how I 
then kind of integrated the whole technique of laser cutting with mm -hmm. making accessories and then I came up with the earrings and the earring designs that um, most people know the brand for. Mm -hmm. And after going to Nigeria in December, mm -hmm. I wanted to work with like craftspeople out there mm -hmm. to create. Um, the first thing I created was be hand beaded bags. Oh, so if you go on the website, nice. you can see yes. them. So the bags that we make are handmade in Nigeria, and I work with um, artisans. Yeah, there. a team of artisans there wow. to produce the bags, and also a new product that we have coming out, which is the waist chain. So Amazing. when I was rebranding and renaming and stuff, yeah. I wanted it to be more design label focused because and experimental as well because mm -hmm. um i'm always interested in like materiality and like different methods of creating whether it's something like laser cutting mm -hmm. which is very like machine heavy mm -hmm. or it's something like hand beading which is very like specific to nigeria and right. like um craftsmanship in general is like mm -hmm. you know specific to like Africa each region general, yeah right, right yeah you know spread and, out mm -hmm. so that's something i wanted to integrate into the brand and make it more of a design label and i love that yeah. i love that so yeah and also with the whole studio aspect yes that gives the essence of like a workshop uh you don't know mm -hmm. what's gonna come out of Ex the studio exactly so yeah you i'm know, just trying the heat to like that's coming out of right the studio. What, what's the studio dropping <laughs> next so yeah and Completely. obviously being a, a multidisciplinary creative mm -hmm. um having the studio aspects in the future that could mean um working on creative project like currently i work as an independent, mm -hmm. which is as Dotun, right, whatever right. I'm doing. Singular. But yeah, mm -hmm. having things come out of the studio, like, you know, maybe working with mm. other people and doing like an Abike Studio X, whatever right. it is, and having like doing creative projects that way. Okay. And have it like a more, like have a creative studio aspect as well. Yeah. And yeah, that's important to me as well. I love, no, you've, you are doing so much. And fam, she's still in school. Like she's dropped all of these things I'm like <laughs> that you're doing and you're still in school. So talk to me about just all the decisions that you make. Like how do you still maintain a social life? Cause it's college. Like, you know, right. you want to be able to, uh-huh, like yeah. turn up a little bit. Right. Yeah. But then also remember B is for books and get your <laughs> grades and you know, like yeah. there's no, like what's to fail in college, you know, like right. this is not like, college, this is not a game anymore yeah. where we're kind of forced. Mm -hmm. This is for you, you right. know, and you're studying what you love. So yeah. how do you, how do you decipher? Like walk me through your schedule. Um, my schedule. Well, first, my social life is my events. <laughs> Come to my <laughs> events. That's where I socialize with everyone. I'm yeah. so done. Um, no, events is... Mm, the actual event part is fun. The yes. planning. The right. Trust me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, honestly, I'm yeah. working myself on yeah. scheduling and trying to keep to like a strict schedule but yeah. I'm someone who doesn't like I don't like too much routine okay so I try to keep it like I try to do the whole okay this day we're gonna make earrings and this day we're gonna do that yeah but I kind of try to move it around so I don't get too so it's not too routine heavy because I feel like I work better uh, 
like so spreading things interesting. out. So I try to. That also means procrastination and doing stuff last minute. So I don't I was know. About to ask you, like, I don't know if I would happens? recommend that for everyone. <laughs> that means but sleeping at three. What time right. you go to bed last night? Last night I definitely went to bed at like three. You see, but I was doing homework. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's it. So yeah, like I um spoke about earlier, like making my homework personal projects as well. Mm-hmm. So wherever I can, if I can make something, a homework project about my brand mm-hmm. or about a personal project I want to execute myself, mm-hmm. I definitely do that. Like, um, So talk to me a little bit about that. Like, what was mm-hmm. the last project that you were able to incorporate both? Because I think that's some, that is yeah. great advice to mm-hmm. make the projects that you're that's working on, tip. you know, yeah. make it something that is relevant to right. you and mm-hmm. to a brand that you're building yeah, and yeah. support it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what was the last project that you worked on? Um, so... Last semester, I took a photography class. Nice. And in that class, um, we had to come up with a final project. So I came up with my photo series, which is still a work in progress. And I believe I dropped like two images, two shoots from it so far. And I still have like three or four I haven't posted yet. Amazing. But it's part of a bigger series and it's called Home Away From Home. Mm. So the whole concept behind that photo series, which is still ongoing, is about photographing Africans who live in New York in spaces that remind them of home. Home being mm, wherever they are from. from. So I've had, um, I photographed friends who photograph friends at home. I like that. If they live at home and that reminds them of mm-hmm. obviously home. And right, you know, yeah, Africans just, and their decor right, is very specific. specific. You know, so, there's yeah. like, the, like the, we all have that like, I don't know if I want to call it like a mantle, but like, you know, mm-hmm. when you walk into the house, there's yeah. like the little sculptures right. and things and yeah. photos of like family. The, the photos are the key. <laughs> it's not On legit. On the fridge the, and everything. Yeah. And also another friend I have, she's a um, hair artist. Mm-hmm. So photographing her in the salon that she works at, grew up in, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that has a very African aesthetic as well. Amazing. And then photographing friends at um, mm-hmm. African market in Harlem, mm-hmm. just different locations. Mm-hmm. So like, it's been a journey for me as well because obviously i didn't grow up in new york so discovering new spaces in new york and being able to have fun with that as well like look finding locations and i also have everyone in the series like dress in some sort of traditional attire oh so just having that like so we're on the lookout for that yeah no i think hopefully right i get some i'm trying to push you know get more out i like over the summer i think that your your example is actually really relevant to just like how important representation is Mm -hmm. because even you know within and we don't need to name schools or whatever but i do think that it's still very you know that's predominantly white spaces when you go to some of these art schools you know that's another thing especially being like african too Mm -hmm. you know like you may not necessarily like you're an international student but you may not resonate with all the other international students yeah exactly so tell me a little bit more about that experience like do you find yourself kind of always just having to like they kind of look at you as the black voice (laughs) even (laughs) though you're not even from america (laughs) (laughs) right you know so how do you how do you navigate yeah how do you navigate that um yeah 
how do I? <laughs> um, Hmm. That's the thing. <laughs> it's we like ask, I'm thinking: do I even, do I navigate it, or I just let it rock? I'm you like, honestly. So you just it's say like, your piece. It it's comes like, with its how like. How people feel? You know, because yeah. I've been in a situation in school where mm-hmm. that happened, and yeah, I was I just like, "Well, I, this is how I feel." Mm-hmm. Right. This is me. me this is me. Right. And then sometimes it's like, even if they're on that subject, right. you don't have to speak all the time for people or for a group of people, mm-hmm. like. You don't have to. I feel like yeah. Yeah, I just because you're the only black voice. Right. Again. Sometimes I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> to say. You know, because sometimes yeah. it doesn't relate to you mm-hmm. in a way, and yeah. I think I think that's powerful too. Because yeah. I think sometimes, especially now, you know, in the social media world, mm-hmm. you know, quick conflict world we live in, yeah. it's very easy for you to just kind of just talk mm-hmm. and like feel forced and pressured to say something. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's a lot of mastery that comes in when you're able to say, you know what? I'm not going to I'm going to stay silent. Yeah. I'm and I say everything. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And I think for persons with me, it's been more like not being able to get the critique I feel like I need because especially in the earlier years, it works with you create a project, you know, you have a class critique, everyone goes around and you're like, I really like how you did this, maybe do this. And it's like, there's only a certain level of critique I could get, especially being like, if I'm the only black person in the class or the only African person in the class, because the subjects that I'm exploring and the themes I'm exploring in my work, the people in my class may not, fully understand so they can only comment on the surface level which is like oh the colors are nice the photography is nice maybe Mm. i would play with composition more but it's like that critique of like okay what this what what is this clothing that this person Mm -hmm. is wearing what does this mean is there a reason why you chose to do it like this is there a specific meaning Mm -hmm. behind this like that is limited because not everyone in the class understands those things. So it's like you have to find critique outside and you have to find critique within yourself. Like self-critiquing is very important for me as well. Like, yeah, I think you've, you've hit that. such an important point. So how would you feel that way also too from your professors or was that just from within the community class setting? Um, I think it's professors too because it's like mm. if your professor <laughs> is looks like your classmates <laughs> then that's, that's limited so like yeah though. not saying that you don't like you don't get good advice because obviously surface level stuff like your composition colors stuff like that is important right but when it comes to talking about the themes and the subject matter yeah it's not as um because if you compare it to like if i do something very african focused yes and someone else in the class does something maybe focused more on like um sexuality and mm-hmm. stuff like that the community of the class can understand that and give critique on that subject matter more than they can on being african because it's also like i'm I actually haven't like i'm explaining the culture behind what i'm doing then i'm explaining my project which is not always a bad thing like i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it is an extra level of 
work. Well, yeah, that I have to do <laughs> yes. because I have to know my facts, which is good. Like knowing your facts when you're doing stuff is important. Completely. But like, yeah, like um, another project I'm doing in a, I have a wearable technology class. So I'm Amazing. integrating like um, traditional head wraps like Gilly. Yeah. I'm trying to like add some sort of like technology to that. That's a work in progress. We'll see how it comes out right. at the end of the semester. Damn. Yo. Bam. So yeah. Afrolit so, like, is here to support that. We're ready. <laughs> We're ready. Yeah. So being in, I'm actually not the only black person in that class, but being in that class, mm-hmm. um, like, which is actually is, it's nice to see people engaged in it. Like they want to know more about not even just my project, but like, oh, what is Gele like? What is Ashore B like? Mm-hmm. Tell me more about this. So I'm doing a whole lecturing class about like, you know, these traditional Nigerian like, I think that's Head so, you know, who would have well. thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? And I think that whole, like, that whole scenario, mm-hmm. you know, of someone who may, who may not be from Nigeria at all, mm-hmm. but then just understanding the representations. And then, two, I think there's also a lot of synergy from other communities, too, with, like, mm-hmm. you know, the headscarves and, like, saris right. and, like, Indian culture. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, like, relevancy and, like, you know, synergy yeah, yeah. within that sense. So it's, like, when you're on that level you know there's this also just a place where you can now just represent you know yourself and like represent your culture and represent who you are which i think is really important in college more than anything you know like you need to know like i think college is the time you're supposed to truly maybe not find your full identity Mm -hmm. but just get like sparks of it so that you know how you can like kind of fly right outside so i want to know when you so this is now you're going into your fourth year or third year or second year fourth year year. i'm about to finish my third year yeah i was recently thinking i was like if i was in london i would have been done by now (laughs) <laughs> but but it's okay. you're not. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. It's good. No, the reason why I feel like it's important because what would you tell yourself now with all the knowledge that you've gained? What would you tell freshman dots? Wow. <laughs> just, you know, because there's a lot of college students who listen to Afrolit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though I it's not so long since I've left, mm-hmm. I do think that Things are changing, you know, school is changing and it's Mm -hmm. not just now we live in a world where it's like, you know, must you really go to college to get the formal education you need? Mm -hmm. That's debatable now. Mm -hmm. That's not something that was debatable a while ago, even though the communities that we come from, maybe it's not not debatable, debatable. (laughs) even if it's quote unquote art. But I think that it's important to just reflect on all the lessons mm-hmm. and like the mind, like your, the way you, where your mind was when you're a freshman versus mm-hmm. now must be two separate worlds away. So, yeah, yeah what would you tell um, freshman dots? Just hone in on what's important to you and don't try and like, I wouldn't say jump on the bandwagon, but don't try and feel like you have to fit in with like everything or you have to be everyone's cup of tea or like you know like honing on what's important to you because that's the only way that's going to help perfect your craft I feel like yeah because once I hone in on like okay these are my interests I really enjoy exploring these themes that's when I had more direction for the things I was creating 
Mm. And the things I was creating were, I was 100% passionate about. And it made sense to me. And I could sit down for hours and describe my projects to anyone who asked. Because, you know, I'm completely passionate about that. And, um, yeah, just practice, like, you know, not everything you're going to create first time round is, like, you have to start somewhere. Right. So, just just practice. Mm -hmm. Like, people say practice makes Makes perfect. perfect. Practice makes something. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Just try, yeah. (laughs) Practice Practice makes something. Try something new. um, Experiment. Utilize your resources. Like, I'm only now realizing, I'm talking to myself now even, I'm only now realizing that my resources, like, especially going to a school like Parsons. Completely. Just, yeah. The and cameras, yeah. the, you know, studio equipment, right. even. Yeah. The, you know, even the, the tech equipment. Yeah. Use Photoshop. No, use, really. <laughs> use all those Final free Cut, downloads. All those free downloads. Yeah. No, figure out even how to get them on your computer. That's uh, what oh, I would figure I know. out. Don't worry. <laughs> That's what I would figure yeah. out. Yeah. Nah, I got you. I got you. I would say, right. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah that's and what i would definitely say mm-hmm. um and also i thought i had a final thought oh, talk to me you. about also because you said something really interesting right now just mm-hmm. of like not jumping on the bad ma- bandwagon mm-hmm. do you feel like that pressure came from just wanting to feel validated by your peers um i think it's just like i mean being a freshman as well like yeah. you don't know anyone right. so it's like if yeah you don't know anyone right. so it's like it's you know like if this. you connect on with someone on one thing mm-hmm. and then you don't have to connect with them on everything and you don't have to be you know mm-hmm. agree on all the same things or have the same background or whatever mm-hmm. it is so just like it sounds corny to say, but be yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, honestly. When you phrase you don't it, have when you to, prove it like that, right. it's like, mm, be yourself, be yourself I, guess. Yeah. I guess. Not everything you have to, you know, not everything you have to match with everyone on or vibe with everyone right. on. Right. Just, just do your thing. People, right. will, people will, like, do your thing. Exactly. And people will. One thing on I that. definitely feel, like, that I get from you is mm-hmm. that you kind of have this like non-judgmental attitude about your work and your life and you just kind of let it you know like you just said practice makes something you yeah. know so even if it's not as uh, the, the yeah. perfectionist I mean there's always mentality. someone better than you at something there's always right. like you could be great at whatever and there's always like my photography to specifically talk about my photography because yes. I feel like that's something that's improved a lot yeah. within the last year. It's like what I produce now is not the same as what I produced freshman year. Right. And that was because I just kept doing it. And obviously the shoots I was producing at the beginning weren't all that, mm. but <laughs> they were still getting posted. Right. And yeah, so right. it's like, you know, that practice allowed me to get to a place where I'm like, comfortable in my photography to be like completely to fully put it out there and have like faith in it and stuff so that's why yeah you have to practice honestly completely and you have to like don't be afraid of critique 
I always like mm-hmm. give my like I specifically know which friends I need to send something to because I know they're gonna give me the honest <laughs> breakdown. True. They'll be like, look, because I'll I'll look at something. I'll be like, this is it. This is fire. Flames. My career has been Emoji. set. And ba, then they're ba, like, ba. actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so definitely um don't be afraid of critique and self critique as well, like yeah. I say. Like um like you know, judge your own work. Judge your like own work. Wh- how do you feel about this? Do, do you, you make sure to incorporate like you know, cuz I feel like that can sometimes also lead into like a downward spiral of getting like, you know, super judgmental. So like how do you make sure that you're still critiquing yourself with love and being like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, this is crap." Mm-hmm. And just tossing out the, you know, the mm-hmm. drawing or whatever. Um, I think it's a um, skill, I feel mm, like, that mm-hmm. I've, like, developed over time. And I've never fully... I've never been the kind of person to always put everything I do down. Okay. So that's, like, a personal thing as well. Yeah. But I've just always been able to critique my work at, um, like, step 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 back. Yeah. And critique like a third it person. at a... Yeah, mm-hmm. like, a third person. Like, critique it, like just see it for what it is like if i'm critiquing how clean the photography is or the layout of this photoshop thing i try not to think of it as a me thing or think of it like how can i improve it mm-hmm. not just like oh i hate everything i do like <laughs> you know because yeah. I, I do feel like there's a sense especially when you're in yeah. an art school like mm-hmm. you know it's so easy to compare yourself right and then once you start comparing yourself you have that in your mind so when mm-hmm. you're self-critiquing now yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. oh remember what jenny did mm-hmm. or remember what right. D- dots did yeah. oh how much how can i keep up right you know and i think um with i think the way mentioning parsons again the way <laughs> it works is yes. that everyone they already expect you to know how to do everything they're asking you to do so they they don't really like it's not really about learn learning right it's more about the thought process and how do you make something that's thought-provoking and how do you um have a solid concept so i think I've always been focused on that, mm-hmm. like been focused on thinking about the concept, the ideation, like what is the story I'm trying to tell, stuff like that. And if you have a strong concept and you have the skill, mm-hmm. the the end product is is gonna be it's gonna be something. Flames. It's gonna be good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, if you're passionate about it, if yeah. you've planned it out, yeah. if you have a solid concept, yeah. I don't see how that it's gonna translate. I feel like passion definitely translates. Passion definitely so, translates. Yeah. So more power to you, dots. <laughs> wow. 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 No, it's this season of college. I call it a season because mm. it's like you're, you know, it's not, it's not yet harvest time. You're mm-hmm. still, you know, you're getting your roots. Mm-hmm. You're testing out the, you know, the soil. Right. You know, like yeah. you're, stretching really down within mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. like i think the things and the beauty of a sc- an art school or even the major that you've chosen is mm-hmm. that it's not stagnant like yeah you can take your skills and i think that's what uh, all college students now should do mm-hmm. is take your skills and even if it means like you're studying one thing but you end up doing comedy like you yeah. can still make jokes from what you did right right in college Definitely, you know yeah. so my I, major's all over the place right and that's i think that's how it should be because mm-hmm. the world that we live in 
anything is possible. possible. You have to know how to do everything these days. Right. Which well, is a I blessing. I feel like I have to know how to do everything. And a, it can right. be a blessing and a struggle at the time. Right. So just balancing it all. Yeah. But yes. Whatever is good for you. Whatever is good for, for you. you. It's all about you. Thank you so much, Dodds. Where can the people find you? Ah, I get Parsons to do hiding? shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or sh- and shout out your right. faves. You can find me the whole ways of Parsons <laughs> around 14th Street. You can find me on Instagram at Dose of Dots. You can find my brand on Instagram at abike.studio. Uh-huh. That's A-B-I-K-E. And this will all be in the description studio. box below. Yes. And um, where else can you find me? You can find me on Twitter, mm. Dose of Dots. If you like the gems that she was dropping. I don't even... T- <laughs> oh, well. I'm just going to be like, tweet, listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then DM me on Instagram. Right, and DM me on Instagram. What else do I have? Um, oh, shop the brand. Shop the brand. Shop the brand. That is Studio. There's no .com. Just abicare.studio into your browser. You'll get there. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a new level. You see, (laughs) I'm learning things even as I go. It's a symbiotic place. Right. The teacher learns from the student. I'm not even a teacher. The student, everybody's learning. Everybody's learning. No one is escaping this mind changing. So, yes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Afrolit that has been presented with Listening Party at Canal Street Radio. You can find them on Instagram at Listening Party and at Canal Street Market. You can find me where all social media is represented. You already know, equa.pm. And you can listen to Afrolit where all podcasts are presented, especially on Spotify. Hey! See you next time. Hear you next time.